Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Wednesday, May the 3rd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. We've got a guest coming on 1245. We're going to make his senior wish happen, Colin, as Dawson Harris, senior at Martinsburg High School, has always wanted to be interviewed by us, so we're making it happen today. Yeah, we'll see... uh what he has to say about his time at Martinsburg High School. Uh, we know he's been the manager of the boys basketball team, the track team as well, and he's a member of the uh, ROTC program there. So it'll be fun to have him on at 1245. He's also a super fan of the Bulldogs. You see him at every home sporting event supporting his classmates. So looking forward to it. Yeah, we are awaiting a call from Trip Tobin. I thought he did call, and I thought I did put him through, but I guess not. I don't think he's there. Trip, are you there? Trip is not on the line. Hopefully, he can give us a call again here. Uh, but uh, yesterday, the rankings did come out for the regional rankings here for high school baseball, and uh, kind of not as we expected, guys. The voting yesterday, or the voting was due yesterday, but they were sent out on Friday. Uh, I'd venture to guess a lot of coaches did, in fact, vote on Friday. That could be the case, but, I mean, they're definitely interesting. Um, but like we said before, too, really there's there's four teams there toward the top that we could see in any sort of order. So it's not completely shocking, but it is a little bit surprising when you look at the the numbers and the fact that Martinsburg did have the best record in the region. But, I mean, it's tough. And there's the overall body of work that puts Jefferson maybe ahead of Martinsburg, even though they lost to them twice. Uh, they do have more wins on the season. Um, and I think the real issue here is that, one, that there is a vote, because like we talked about last night, you know, you never know how people are going to vote based on uh maybe their feelings toward things or their feelings toward the okay team the or whatever the case yeah, may I'm be whacked yourself in the head yeah he might have a concussion who knows but um and and you know i mean we know that not everybody necessarily gets around get gets along in the epac so that might have had to do with it i mean you hope not but who knows all right we'll uh, go down i think rank. it's all very close and you know i i'd I thought Martinsburg was going to be one, but I'm not yeah. shocked that they're four, and I think you could have ranked those teams anyway. We'll go ranking here real fast before we were joined by Trip Tobin, the Berkeley Post 14 Hornets manager as well. Did he not stay on the line or is he on the line? I don't know. He Sounds hung up like on he keeps me. hanging up on you. So. All right. Well, we'll go through the rankings, guys. All right. Well, uh, first place in the region is Jefferson. Second is Hedgesville, third's Musselman, fourth is Martinsburg, fifth is Washington, sixth is Spring Mills, and seventh 
is Hampshire. So for Section 1, it goes Hedgesville, Musselman, Martinsburg, Spring Mills as your 1, 2, 3, 4. And then in Section 2, your 1, 2, 3 is Jefferson, Washington, and Hampshire. And I just sent it to uh, right. your email, Spencer, if Nick wants to pull it up to show yeah. uh, during this. But uh, we're now joined by Trip Tobin, our color analyst on the broadcast, as well as the manager for the Berkeley Post 14 Hornets. He had a great take on it last night during the game. Not sure everybody was watching. So, Trip, how you doing? Doing good. How about you? We're doing good here today. Uh, you had a great take on the broadcast last night, and uh, what's your take? Well, I mean, I think at some point in time we have to be, you know, we have to get some type of, you know, math equation uh, into this seeding. You know, I think it, I think these impact games have to mean something. You know, I, I'm not sure exactly, you know, why. To me, it's kind of the fox guarding the hen house in a sense. I mean, you know, these guys go through uh, these. And, and listen, I, I'm here to advocate for, you know, seven EPAC teams. Uh, you know, we, we're the Berkeley Post 14. We, we you know, it, I, I want to protect, you know, each and every kid and, and, and be a voice for, for the kids. And, you know, the kids just want it to be, you know, simple. I mean, they want to know that that game means something. You know, the Marsburg kids want to know that that win over Jefferson means something. You know, the, the Hedgesville kids want to know that, you know, that their wins mean something and that they don't have to rely on, you know, a few adults, you know, making some decisions uh, based on what they think one team is better than the other. When we really, I've never been given, you know, as many times I've asked, because what's the criteria? Are we voting on EPAC games? Are we voting on overall win-loss record? Are we voting on, you know, records against like opponents, strength of schedule? I mean, you know, you look at NCAA, you know, when they picked the 64, there's a committee. I think if you had a committee and those committees sat down and looked at, you know, the schedules of these seven teams that, that they vote on, I, I don't think that they would come up with the exact same, uh, you know, seating that, that we have now. And, uh, you know, I think every team, you know, top four teams had an argument. And I can sit here and make an argument for every single one of them to be one. And I can make an argument for every single one of them to not be one or even be, a, you know, but where they fall two, three, and four, I, I don't know. But I just know that in this day and age that we have to be better for, for the kids. I just think that the kids play the game. The kids win and lose on the field. And now to say, all right. Uh, you went and lost, but now it's just going to come down to, you know, seven guys voting and, you know, whether or not they think you're good or not or, you know, not that you might have won, you know, split all your games in the EPAC. Let's say, let's say everybody just beat everybody once. I mean, then what do you do? You say, well, Musselman beat Allegheny. Hedgeville and Martinburg lost to Allegheny, you know. Um, Jefferson went on a big, long winning streak or a seven, eight-game winning streak. You know, they beat Moorfield twice and Greenbrier East three times. They may not like to hear that, but it's the truth. Martinsburg takes a bad loss to East Hardy, you know. Does that impact it? You know, Hedgesville gets 10 runs by Greenbrier East. Does that impact it? Um, Ripley, you know, shuts down Mossman after a big, long streak when they went on, a you know, a tour that took them through some double-A, single-A schools, and, uh, you know, the other teams didn't play. So, you know, and then they got 10 runs. So there's bad losses on every side. And there's good losses on every side. And, uh, you know, Jefferson has five losses. Four of them are in the EPAC. They're the number one team in the state. If you if you're be, if the EPAC is beating the number one team in the state, you know, four times, what's that tell you about the EPAC? How good is it? So, you know, Metro News comes out and says, you know, Jefferson's number one. And the beginning of the season, they weren't, on, weren't even on the list. And they go get a couple wins, now they're number one. Martinsburg comes out, what, two or three? They fall out of the list and end up back at six. I mean, that thing's brutal. 
So, you know, to me, that doesn't mean nothing. And I talked to Coach Lowry, and to him, I mean, it's nice to have that ranking, but ultimately it means nothing. You have, you have to win out. So I don't know. I, I just feel like the kids aren't just adding it on the field, and I think that's the worst part of it, um, regardless of who you want to make a case for. You know, Martinsburg, Jefferson, Musselman, Hedgesville. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable, you know, uh, uh, postseason, but Harrison doesn't have to face those three teams, the three of the losses that they've taken. They don't have to face them until the regional. So, you know, they get the, they're over there in a, in a region that's probably down a little bit this year, win a couple of games, maybe move on and face the regional opponent. While these three teams and four teams over here, even Spring Mills has beaten Musselman, you know, battle it out here. So, I don't know. This needs to be a realignment, or why are we voting on seven teams instead of just four and three, and then and then having a ranking for the region? Why why do you include Jefferson? You know why why would Martinsburg, Hedgesville, Spring Mills? Why would they vote for you know Musselman? Why would they vote for Jefferson's seating? It doesn't matter to them. I mean, at some point, I mean, they will face each other in a two out of three, and somebody gets home field advantage, but. You know, just make that every other year. Something has to be fair, you know, that, that the kids can see clear and concise as to how it's going to be. Well, they changed it in basketball. It was this way in basketball for the longest time, and this year we're waiting. I'm, t- I'm asking coaches, hey, wh- when is the vote? Do you know when the vote is? Well, we're not doing the vote anymore. We're doing it by head-to-head matchups. So I don't understand yeah. why they got together and said, let's do this for basketball. Well, why can't they get together and do this for baseball and softball? I don't understand why there's not a system like football that you see for the playoffs where it comes to you get certain points for strength of schedule, amount of wins, the amount of wins that your opponents have, so on and so forth. When you see by about halfway through the season, those criteria come out and it's all based on a point system. Why why can't the state have that for all the other sports? I know there's a lot more games, but it's still the same criteria that you could follow along with and have people do around the area and make it so much easier so that there is that set because number that makes playoff. sense. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And, I'm not, and it's not because, you know, people think, well, you're all Martinsburg or you're all Musselman. Your kids went to Martinsburg. You went to Martins. You went, or your kids went to Musselman. You went to I, – I don't care about none of that. Like, I just care that each year we find that it's one team or the other that feels like that it didn't quite go the way it should and probably didn't, you know, each and next year. Who knows? I mean, Hedgesville's – graduating some seniors, but they got a lot of young guys coming in. Let's say they start off slow and, and lose some UPAC games, and then, you know, they, they find it. Those young guys find it, and they, they finish, you know, sort of like Martinsburg did this year. That mean they're, they're a four seed? And, I don't know, but it's well, I got each and every year. I got an argument yesterday on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. about Musselman, right? Mm-hmm. A 20-win team. Yeah. Right? Then, then they should be ranked ahead of Hedgesville, Right. Hedgesville not a twenty one team. That that's then that I was just I confused. I po- I posted it on our Twitter, and then I said I got a lot of questions about this. And I if you're a twenty one team, why isn't the two twenty one teams one and two? Because there's two twenty one teams. Why aren't they one and two? Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, they they, they very well could be. You know, I mean that. And I'm not saying they are or they aren't. I mean, there's an argument for each team. I mean, you know, you can say, well, you know. Um, Hedgesville's schedule at Myrtle Beach was a little lighter than others, and the other guys, you know, Martinsburg and, and Washington took it on the chin, and Het and Lushy, excuse me, and Jefferson took a loss down there. But you can also say that, you know, there's High Point Christian Academy on Martinsburg and Jefferson's schedule, and 
you know, and and then Greenbrier East, and uh, you know, and all these teams that the Jefferson Moorfields, you know, the Berkeley Springs, and um, we talk about regional wins. How can we even put that in there? People don't don't quite understand. Jefferson gets two games against Hampshire. Washington gets two games against Hampshire, and you know they're down. So they're they're games that you'd like to have on your regional schedule if it's going to count. But but Musselman, Hedgeville, Springfield, and Martinsburg did not get that opportunity to play them twice. So not fair to those guys. Um, so, you know, I'm just saying it's not fair across the board for six for seven teams. I'm not belly aching for any team or saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying each year that we allow it to put it, uh, we just allow people to, uh, you know, human nature, you know, dictates what the what those kids have tried to prove on the field. I just want the kids what they do on the field to, to prove their actions. And and if we're voting for EPAC standings, do do, do all the other games even count or are they I, I don't know i mean if that's the case jefferson four of their five losses is in the epac and so you know yeah that that's tough that's tough to overcome and still be number one to seed but you look at martinsburg i mean they've taken some losses they've got eight losses uh even though they beat the number one team in the state twice they, they've got some some losses that you know against washington um you know against uh uh uh, Greenbrier East, or excuse me, East Hardy, and you know they've got some losses that people can say, well, they're down a little bit. But I, I mean, I, first, I don't understand why the kids don't settle on the field. Secondly, I don't understand the criteria. So if I want to vote on something. I at least want to educate myself as to, you know, how and what I'm voting on. And I'm not sure anybody, if someone's out there that can say this is the criteria. You know, we're voting on the whole kit and caboodle. Well, then I can make an argument for every team in the top four that says they should be one in that argument for each one of those teams is going to force the other team that can make an argument for it down the line. So um, all four of these teams are great teams. I mean, I think they're going to compete across the state. Jefferson did go down, have a great win against uh, Bridgeport and George Washington, the team that knocked them out. But, you know, Musselman's got a great win against Allegheny. I mean, Clear Springs teams that, that the other teams have played are unbelievable. The Nova teams that Musselman plays and Briarwood and James Wood, and, you know, you're going to hold those losses against, you know, those guys and, and your overall record. You know, uh, same with Hedgesville. Allegheny, two unbelievable teams they have to play and have a bad loss. I, I can just go on and on and on. If you want to you want to sit down with me and, and look at seven teams and form a committee and tell me you're going to come up with the same thing that the seedings did each year, you're going to be wrong because it doesn't work that way um, when you put it on paper. But Jefferson, unbelievable team. You know, nobody's knocked them off yet. Maybe they, they deserve the number one team until someone, see, until someone does. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, give us a seven a 17 tournament, give the number one seed. A, they do that a, in the uh, Mountain State, at the Mountain State yeah, Athletic yeah. Conference. So, you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions. There is a, yeah. an, an athletic director sitting uh, in the studio across from me, so I might have to ask him some questions about this afterwards. Yeah. But I do, if anybody has criteria how this is voted, please reach out, let us know. We'd love to know because it just doesn't make any sense. And Trip, thanks for the time, and we'll see you later on today. All right, thanks. That was Trip Tobin, our color analyst for the Berkeley Post 14, or our color analyst for our broadcast and the manager of the Berkeley Post 14 Hornets. Still have a lot of questions more than answers, guys. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, I mean, you can make all these arguments about who should be one. The seating just determines home field. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't determine who's playing in the sectional tournaments or the regional tournaments. It just determines home field. So, if you believe that you got underseated, go out there and prove it and win the regional tournament that simple i mean you know i agree with trips points you know and i agree with a lot of the things that this really doesn't make sense 
I don't understand why it's not just you have to play all your regional games. Everybody plays everybody in the region twice. That way you eliminate the Hampshire thing, how they play one game against everybody except for Jefferson and Washington. And then the record determines the seeding for the tournament in home field. But at the end of the day, you still got to win the tournament to advance. So, you know, Jefferson does have a little bit of an easier road. But that's just how the region works out. That's just how things are. I mean, nobody can really determine that. There's going to probably be years down the line where they don't have an easier road. You never know. But yeah. um, I think last overall, year I think that's the best way I think, to solve it. I think last year was a good example of that. I mean, Jefferson deserved number one 100 percent they went undefeated against everybody in the epac yeah so that but this year when you have a team knock them off twice and then teams that beat them once there's big questions and last night's game did they look like the number one team in the state no but the weather was terrible so i mean but i mean they struggled against what a four win spring mills team so all right colin argument can be made for everybody i think i I made the argument earlier and nick brought up the point it's only a four-team tournament that's why they don't do the full state rankings like you see for football and my point is to still do that anyway and then you can from there use it for your section in your region to split it up and set up your tournaments to get to that tournament if the state did something to solve everybody's problem because there's not just problems in this region we have oh, a problem yeah, I just, with the tournament for a tournament. That's ridiculous. I also too. just got a message from Baseball in the Mountain State about a problem in single A where they're yeah. ranking a team that doesn't even field a baseball team. Yeah. Have it set up just like football does. Split your sections and your regions from those rankings. SSAC, you love having control in everything else. Why don't you have control here? Boom. Why does everybody need to make the playoffs? Boom. All right. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk softball sectionals as that began last night. Plus more on the other side of this two-minute break. You're doing the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 210. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice.
If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available. From the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center at 800 Emmett Rouse Drive, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us and just did get a little bit of clarity. So this is all set up by the coaches committee across the state. In softball, they do it by sectional and regional, head to head, like they do, in, like they decided to go to in basketball. So, but it is coaches' discretion is how it's voted. What does that mean? It's coaches' discretion. Whatever they want to vote on, they're going to vote on. Yeah. So, so there's there no, no clear criteria. criteria on how to vote. So I just found that out. But uh, let's get and uh, talk some softball here as their sectionals began last night. And uh, you guys saw a game last night kind of across the way. And uh, it was a scoreboard. You saw the scoreboard. It was an upset, though. Yeah. Uh, I thought, though, it was an upset based on the record and the fact that Musselman was the three seed and Spring Mills was the two in their uh, section. But I think when you look at it um, from the perspective of you know who has been playing the better softball as of late Musselman has been and they've been playing pretty good so I wasn't shocked that they knocked off Spring Mills it was a good game uh, early back and forth and then Musselman pulled away a little bit Spring Mills tried to rally late but couldn't quite complete the comeback but uh you know I wasn't too surprised that Musselman pulled off that win because both teams were very close record wise and also Musselman has been playing really good as of late so uh, they're a dangerous team and they could come off and, and upset Hedgesville again. Yeah, so we saw Hedgesville and maybe they, win the section. Hedgesville took down Martinsburg last night 9-1 to one. so that means tonight in section 1, we'll get into section 2 momentarily section 1, Hedgesville will host Musselman, which we you guys had that game at Musselman last week for their senior night and what happened? Musselman got the win. It was a great game. So it could cause a big upset tonight and then Martinsburg will travel to take on Spring Mills. That's section 1 over to section 2 uh, it was Washington beating Hampshire. Uh, let me double check this: fourteen to nothing. Washington will travel to take on Jefferson tonight, and then the losers will play tomorrow night, I believe, because uh, it's a weird three-team, not a four-team bracket. Full elimination three-team bracket. So then, uh, Hampshire is still not out of it yet. They have they have to win tomorrow night in order to continue playing. Yeah, it should be a. Uh... Great game for Washington and Jefferson tonight always is when those two teams go up against each other. So all eyes in the softball world of the state will be on that matchup. All right, let's talk quickly about some NBA playoffs from last night. As uh watched a little bit of some games last night, but uh, Colin, what's your takeaway? Did you see anything from last night? I watched a bit of the Lakers and uh, the Golden State Warriors last night, that one start of a what's expected to be terrific series uh LeBron went out did his thing Anthony Davis showed up and that's what the 
Lakers need as well. And it's almost starting to look like a, a way for the Lakers to potentially find themselves somehow in the NBA Finals this year, which at the start of the season probably nobody expected because at one point they were the 13th best team in the West, had the same record as the uh, Wizards at one point. Yeah. Now here we are. They are up 1-0 on the defending NBA champions, Golden State. I, I still think this series goes 7, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers find a way to find themselves in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, we saw uh, the Lakers make some moves at the deadline that I think really helped their team. They got D'Angelo Russell. Um, and they picked up Rui Hachimura. So they've kind of gotten a little bit younger to go along with LeBron. They obviously moved on from Westbrook. They made this group fits more into a LeBron-type team where he's got shooters around him. Uh, you know, And he, he did well last night, but, I mean, AD was the star. 30 points, 23 rebounds. You don't see that very often. And he's really the key for the Lakers' success. If the Lakers are going to do something big LeBron has kind of taken the step back as the number two star really at this point and this is AD's team in terms of they need him to be the most productive LeBron's their leader but they need AD to lead them in terms of scoring rebounding and just dominating on the floor and when he plays the way he's capable of like he did last night 30 points 23 rebounds he's one of the best players in the league the question is can he continue that for throughout the remainder of the playoffs We'll see, because he has been injury-prone throughout his career. Uh, but when he's playing like that, I mean, the Lakers are pretty much unbeatable, and they were able to get a good win last night against the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you look at both games last night, the Knicks beating the Heat 111-105, and then the Lakers winning 117-112. Those are the kind of games you want to see during the playoffs, you know, five, six-point games. Yeah, definitely. No Jimmy Butler for the Heat last night, so that definitely didn't help. Uh and they had a lead in that game, so they feel like they still should have won. But a good win for the Knicks. They definitely needed to tie that series up. Brunson goes for 30 on 6 of 10 shooting from 3. So you know, this is, this is going to be probably a close series as well between the Knicks and the Heat. It's yeah, not really a super seven. exciting series because there's not a ton of star power like the Golden State series or the uh, Celtics series but it's you know a decent matchup but i don't think either of those teams are going to win the championship one game tonight as colin's favorite team the heat they host or excuse me, the celtics oh. sorry i got heat mm-hmm. on my mind the colin's favorite team the celtics they host the 76ers uh trying to tie things up uh at home boston favored by seven and a half the over under 216 and a half uh no in, or what was, will we see him beat tonight only reason I got heat on my mind is because it's been like 40 degrees outside the past three That's days. That's true. So that game's game at 8 p.m. Decision. tonight. Embiid's game time decision, yeah. Marcus Smart's now a game time decision as well on the Boston side. And Only if, one if game If they go down to, well, this is panic mode. I think it already potentially is panic mode for the Celtics, the way they've been playing, especially on the defensive side. Missoula needs to get these guys refocused. It's a... It's a series they shouldn't lose. This is the year they shouldn't lose. We've said it multiple times here, and for some reason they are. Yeah, I think uh, we'll see if Joel Embiid's able to play, but um, I think Boston probably ties it up at one, but they definitely need this one. You don't want to go down 2-0 when you have home court advantage and then have to go to Philly down 2-0. Yeah. 
be interesting to see how that goes. Let's move on to the NHL playoffs right now, as uh, we didn't really talk much about at the beginning of the week because we had draft stuff to talk about. But the uh, the Florida Panthers knocked off the Boston Bruins, the best team in the NHL. Everybody thought they were going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Uh, now the Panthers lead one nothing in the East Round 2 series as they took down the Maple Leafs 4-2 to two last night as uh, they were up 3-2 after 2 and then added one in the third to uh, get things going there. And, you know, it's a great opportunity for the Florida Panthers. They've, you know, not really a hockey town, you'd think, down in Florida. Uh, but they're making the most of their playoff run this year. Yeah, they are. It's been a pretty interesting NHL playoff so far, kind of like the NBA playoffs. We had the Bucks get upset by the Heat. Now you got the Panthers upsetting the Bruins, who everybody had as the favorites to win this year after the regular season. You had the Seattle Kraken win their first ever playoff series in franchise history and now they uh go out and come back down 4-0 by i believe yesterday no, they were up they were either down 2-0 or at the end of the first it was 4-2 they were on top and then the stars came back to tie it up at four in the third and then they win 5-4 in overtime the extra session so seattle cracking okay my win. apologies yeah. i thought it was a 4-0 lead that they came back from but it was actually four goals from pavaleski yeah. that's what it was so yeah. Still a great game for him, unfortunately, though. Dallas lost. Yeah, Dallas lost. That's round the round over there. The newest NHL, the second newest NHL team, the Golden Knights, they're back in the playoffs. Uh, their game won tonight against the Oilers, 930. Uh, Edmonton's favored to win this game, but uh, that should be a good contest. And then the one I think a lot of eyes are on is the game tonight, 7 p.m. Devils versus Hurricanes. Game one in the East round two. Hurricanes are favored down at home. Uh, but the Devils, they knocked out the uh, the Rangers the other day. Yeah, both of these should be uh, pretty even matchups. And it's the Oilers finally really living up to expectations with McDavid. And you were wondering when they'd finally get to this point that they're competing for a cup. And yeah. here we are. Nick, any hockey takes? I know you're not a big hockey guy. I know Aaron Rodgers was at the Rangers game. He was. He's been all over he's, since he's yeah, been Rangers there. Lost. And he's been uh, foreshadowing practicing, the Jets. or he's been in the building. So yeah, he's and they just signed Randall Cobb this morning. So more reunions up there in New York. Uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow on the Sports Mix. But after this two-minute break, this segment sponsored by Orsini's Home Store, not just a supply store any longer. Buy your Traegers at Orsini's at 360 Hack Wilson Way or online at Orsini's.com. We come back, we'll talk Nats and O's. The Nats get a big win last night over the Cubs. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. Back in two minutes. Mommy, where does flavor come from? Well, um, when people love food, they cook it on a Traeger grill. Meat, corn, even pie. <laughs> and then the Traeger does the rest, which brings everyone to celebrate this beautiful thing that they've created. Because when you share delicious food with your friends, that's the flavor of life. Shop now and save at Orsini's today. 
you can play, work, and explore without joint pain. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WB Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can help you live without joint pain. Our expert team of surgeons offer the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. Specializing in joint replacement, sports and traumatic injuries, hip and knee disorders, foot and ankle surgery, hand and wrist surgery, and shoulder reconstruction. Call 304-725-BONE today to learn how you can live without joint pain. Now's the time to talk with John's Pool Supplies about opening your pool. Or maybe it's time for a new above-ground or in-ground pool. John's Pool Supplies, 237 Eagle School Road, has over 30 years of experience and a large selection of products, services, and supplies for your pool or hot tub. From custom liner installation and pool inspection to free water testing, call John's Pool Supplies at 304-267-2000. JohnsPoolSupplies.com. Shenandoah Community Health continues to offer COVID vaccinations and clinics each Saturday throughout the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. The COVID vaccinations and boosters are free to anybody age 12 and up. To find out more, call 304-263-4999 or visit Shenandoah Community Health's website. Get your COVID vaccination or booster free to anybody age 12 and up at any of the Saturday clinics hosted by Shenandoah Community Health in the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. Call 304-263-4999 today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. The 1-2 to call. Swing a fly ball, left center field toward the gap. Way back it goes, and it's me one hop off the fence. Scoring from second is Abrams. Robles coming around third, headed for the plate, and he will score without a play on a two-run double for Alex Call. Nationals lead it 4-1 to as Call clears the bases. RBIs 12 and 13, and a big bottom of the seventh for the Nationals here tonight. Nats use that big bottom of the seventh inning to take the 4-1 victory. They've evened the series with the Cubs uh, this week, and that was a big win for them because it's you know it's hard to go down 2-0 in a four-game set in the middle of the week. Maybe you dra- get some get some people to come out tonight to Nats Park 7:05. Uh, they'll be on Wednesday debuting a prospect. Yeah, Jake Irvin. Yeah. Who? Jake Irvin. Jake Irvin. I remember him because uh, when I interned <laughs> was for he the at Suns, he was there that season with the Hagerstown Suns. So, pretty oh. cool to finally get to see him yeah. called up. I know you were saying he hasn't been doing so well in the minors, but you got to give him a chance if you want him to make it, right? Yeah. It, that's what I mean. That's what a lot of people were saying with Rodriguez on the O side, right? Yeah, he's... Rodriguez was dominating the minors. He just struggled in spring training. But nonetheless, the Nats get the four-one victory last night, and uh, Hunter Harvey gets the win on the one and the one-third inning. Good old pitch. Hunter Harvey. Finnegan with the uh, save last night for the Nats, and they even the series at one apiece. They're now eleven and eighteen on the season. Seven oh five is tonight's game time. We'll join the broadcast after the our high school broadcast is over, and then tomorrow we'll have afternoon baseball after the show. One oh five first pitch. Patrick Corbin, who's looking for his third quality start in a row, uh, he'll so be looking for a win. Spencer, <laughs> no moral yeah. victories in yeah. Nationals Park. How about the most? How about them? You guys got to cut that, right? How about the moves? How about yeah. the moves? Save that forever. But, um, you know, unfortunately, they have to play in the same division as the Tampa Bay Rays, but um, still playing good. So, you know, Kansas City, again, it's another bad team. So the Orioles have had, you know, a pretty favorable schedule, but are winning games and you're winning in Major League Baseball. That's all that really matters at the end of the day. 
Yeah, I like to see him get a sweep here, and then the real tests come after this series against Kansas City because you got Atlanta, you got uh, Tampa Bay, I believe, as well, and the Pirates coming up too. So three teams that are at the top of the MLB instead of at the bottom. Yeah. Blue Jays still haven't played them yet either this year. So Yeah. The, Nats- the Yankees are in last right now. That's pretty crazy to see. Whoa, what? Yankees are last. Well, yeah. and then they just put Aaron Judge on the on the injured list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that division is crazy though because you have it the always most, is the most wins for the last team. Like they would be, 15, they would be middle they to the pack or top of the pack in every other division in the league. The, the Yankees would be, uh, but uh, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll grant a, a high school senior's wish to be interviewed by us. So we'll do that. Stay tuned for that after this two minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV Ten. Back in two minutes. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. The Honda Civic and the Accord are uniquely stylish in their own way. But do you know what they have in common? Reliability and comfort? Sure. Available turbocharged engines? Of course. But also, the driver having fun for no reason, except for the thrill of driving a Honda. America's most loved auto brand. CMA's Honda of Winchester, 3985 Valley Pike. CMA, moving lives forward. 2021 American Customer Satisfaction Index ACSI. Survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles. Now. Back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marius Group of Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Stop by 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. 
or call 304-263-4343. Spencer Dupuyak, Verzalini, happy to have you with us. We now have a big guest in the studio. It was a senior wish to be interviewed by us, Dawson Harris, Martinsburg High School senior manager of the basketball team and track and track and field teams. How are you doing today, Dawson? I am doing great. We're happy to have you on the show. Thank you. What was your reaction when Davis said this was going to happen? I was I was excited to be on here. We're happy to have you on here. Uh, what's what's kind of been your favorite moment of your of your final year at Martinsburg? My my favorite moment was the basketball senior night at on the twenty fourth of February. That was a good one. We were there for that. Mm-hmm. Why was that your uh, favorite? What are your memories from that night? Well. Well, some of my coaches wanted me to be put in on the court <laughs> and play for for the Bulldogs. You like playing basketball? I'm the manager for that team. I know that you're the manager, but you go out there sometimes and shoot some hoops with them as well. Yes, yeah, sometimes. Dawson, what uh, you also manage the track team. You're in track season right now, so uh, what have you enjoyed about being a part of that this year? I've enjoyed. Making a lot of new friends on the track team. What uh, We understand you're involved in ROTC, too. What have kind of been your big accomplishments about being in ROTC? My biggest accomplishment is being promoted to Chief Master Sergeant. Wow, that's awesome. What, like, what is, how long have you been in ROTC? The whole time you've been in high school? or Yes. How was that kind of going from freshman year to now and you know, being able to do it for that long? Uh... I lo- well, my mom was in ROTC, so I decided to give it a try, and I love it. That's awesome to hear, Dawson. Uh, we know that you're also a super fan of the Bulldogs, obviously, being at Martinsburg High School. We mm-hmm. hear you cheering at the football games, the basketball games, the track games, obviously, and even baseball, too. Uh, just talk about your favorite moments, uh, getting to watch your classmates out on the field and cheering them on. My favorite moment uh, last year, the we beat East Hardy by by uh, twenty five. Well, yeah, we were there for that one. <laughs> Dawson, tell me who your uh, favorite uh, bulldog is. My favorite bulldog. Uh, I have a lot of them. Name a couple. Yeah, name them all off. Uh, Hudson Clement. Uh, Murph. Murphy Clement. What about on the basketball team? Uh, Avion. Uh, Those are some good choices. Yeah, some they great, are some choices. great choices. So you excited about uh, the rest of your senior year, and what are you looking to do, I guess, do after high school? I'm planning a major in creative writing and music production at Shepherd University. That's awesome. awesome. Uh, what... Uh, What's been? We'll go into specific sports here. What's your favorite Martinsburg football moment since you've been at Martinsburg High School? Uh, get get into step on the field for for my ROTC color guards. And you do color guard football and basketball, correct? Yes. Just talk to us about uh, what you get to do specifically during the color guard because we we see it on Fridays or during basketball games as well when Martinsburg's at home and you're out there but it's not just 
during the games that you guys have to put in the work. There's a lot of mm-hmm. practice involved, the steps, making sure you're all in sync to just talk about that and how many hours you put in with that. Uh, for a color guard, pro- probably uh, an hour or two. Hour or two, what do you do during practice? Uh, practice, make, make sure... Make sure that the that way you know know where to face and everything. And a lot of steps, right? You got to make sure your steps are in line. Mm-hmm. And do you carry the flag? Yes, I carry the American. That's a big honor, right there. So you've got a few more weeks left of school. What are you What are you going to do in those next few weeks to to remember Martinsburg High School the most? I don't know a lot of stuff. <laughs> You're gonna do a lot, yeah. There's a lot of few jam jam pack a lot of stuff in those last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So many last things that you're gonna be able to do there. Are you excited about going to Shepherd? Are you a Shepherd football fan and like their teams as well? I'm excited to go to Shepherd, and I'm gonna also watch Shepherd's games as well. We got some good teams yeah. and a lot of Bulldogs on those teams too. Uh-huh. Your buddy uh, Ezra's gonna play down there, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, I saw you talking to him the other day. Who's his brother? Tyson Bajan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Record holder. At both, is he a record holder at Martinsburg and at Shepherd? He's probably the best player, one of the best players to come through Martinsburg and the best player to ever come through Shepherd. You're going to share the same halls that he did at Shepherd, too. Really? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Pretty cool. What are kind of some, some of your favorite things to do outside of school? Outside of school, uh, um, I have I go to practice first. Practice for basketball, track and field. Who's some of your favorite teachers at Martinsburg? My favorite teachers, my ROTC instructor, Chief Master Sergeant Glazer. Uh, and who's your favorite principal? <laughs> I have three of them actually. <laughs> we could Shout them out. We could Coach answer him on this. Uh, Mr. Moore, Mr. Sign, and Mr. Sherman. <laughs> Good job. I think the favorite one's right next to you. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Davis, uh, just talk a little bit about uh, how much Dawson brings smiles to the faces at Martinsburg High School and what you're going to miss uh, when he's graduated. Yeah, so um, when he first approached me about this a couple weeks ago, um, I I wanted to try to make it happen. Dawson's the type of kid that does everything you ask of him. Uh, When you talk to his coaches that he's been working for, um, all of their praise is at the utmost highest regard. He's just one of those kids that is always a bright smile in the hallway, um, always says hello, um, when he comes to the games, he gets amped. Sometimes we do got to tell him to calm down a little bit because he gets so excited. Um, but now he's just one of those kids that has been a special place, that has a special place in Martinsburg High, and he always will. And um, we're just happy that uh, you guys got him on here today, and I know he's super excited about it as well. What was your favorite thing about getting on here, being out of school right now? You're missing school. How does that feel? I don't know. <laughs> you get to skip school for a little bit and and do this. Is that is that fun? Maybe. <laughs> what um, what are some other things that you want to accomplish after you get out of high school? I know you're going to go into creative writing and produce some music. Is that you know what other things do you like to do that you want to do after high school? 
I'm planning to get a job at McDonald's. You nice. might see me a lot. I go there. <laughs> Either McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, good one, too. Yep. What are your duties as the manager? What are some things that you get to do for the track and field team? I get the running blocks out and the AED bag for the track meets. Okay, what are um, some of the things that you did as the manager for the basketball team? I filled up water coolers, made, made sure that the jerseys were hanged up. That's good. Dawson, uh, obviously you like, you like music. What are some music? Or who are your favorite artists? I have a lot of them. Uh, we know Little Baby's one. Yeah, Little Baby's one. We played that in for you. <laughs> what type of music do you like? Hip-hop, R&B. Okay. You said Little Baby. Who else is your favorite rapper right now? Um, it's uh, hard to pick. There's so many. Yeah, there's so yeah. many out there. King Vaughn, Lil Durk. Okay, Lil Durk. Okay. Good choices, for sure. And at Shepard, you're going to be trying to produce music. Uh, when did you realize that that's something that you wanted to do? Uh, back in either 2020 or 2021. It's awesome that you knew early on in your high school career yeah. what you wanted to do for your future. Not a lot of kids know that. So it's great to see that you already had a plan. All right, Dawson. We know you like Martinsburg. We know you're a Martinsburg you love everything about Martinsburg sports. What are your favorite professional sports teams? Do you follow professional sports? Not very often. Okay. Any college sports? Uh, Shepard, Rams. Um, Do you like the Mountaineers? Yeah. Because Hudson's there, right? Yeah. Yeah, Hudson's there. Did you see what he did in the spring game? He got a big catch. Really? Yeah, he got a big catch. He might get on the field sometime this season. <laughs> really? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And then we'll see you at Shepherd Games as well, right? Yeah. This year for football, get to go see Ezra, get to see uh, Roman, some other Martinsburg Bulldogs. And you said after track practice you might be at the uh, baseball game tonight cheering the team on, right? Yeah. Who's your favorite baseball player right now? Uh... Either Michael Lupus or Murphy Clement. Both are great choices. I mean, Michael Lupus is having a heck of a year. I think it was he at four home runs now. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of home runs for a high school player. Mm-hmm. All right, Dawson. Well, it's been a great time having you on. Is there anything you want to tell the audience? Uh, I don't, I don't know. What do you tell these guys for having you on? Uh, th- thank you for having me on. You're welcome. We're happy we could grant this wish for you that you wanted to uh, be interviewed by us. And, you know, we saw you all the other times when, when you wanted when you wanted to be interviewed. And we just didn't have the time because we had to get on the air and do the broadcast. But <laughs> glad that we could finally make this happen here. And, um, you know, what uh, what do you plan? So you're planning to go track practice after this, right? At the end of, after school? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Dawson, thanks for coming on with us. And we're glad that you could be here today. Mm-hmm. 
That was Dawson Harris, the Martinsburg High School senior. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to him for coming on, along with Davis Moore for bringing him over for Trip Tobin. And uh, we'll be out to Martinsburg versus Clear Spring tonight. That's a 7 p.m. first pitch, 6.40 for the pregame. And then you can tune into the replay of the show from 5 to 6 on TV 10, as well as on Talk Rated WRNR. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you again tonight or tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day, everyone.